the newest episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful hosts, Joel McDonald, that's me. And me, Kyron Morrison. And uh, it, you might notice things sound a little a little different this week. No. No, no. no. You don't think so? Nah, nah no. nothing out of the ordinary. So it's not like a two-hour road trip between us this time? No, no? I, I think this is how we always sound, I'm pretty yeah, sure. you think? I don't know. I mean, not to peel back the curtain or anything, to... Um, Sort of give us an insight of the wait, how we normally do wait, things. Wait a second. Oh God! Oh God! Stop touching me! Oh, I touched Joel's face. Yeah, exactly. We are we are in the same room for the first time ever in the history of this podcast. There's twelve episode history. <laughs> twelve episodes that we're finally in the same room. Um. So yeah, I, as we've sort of mentioned before, I live uh, in, in Melbourne and Karen lives in Bendigo, so we we usually do this over Skype. Um, but I had a, a few things I needed to come back to town for, so I uh, thought, why not? It happened to be on show day, so I thought, well, let's let's uh, capitalise on that. Let's do this all in one go. So that also means you'll have to forgive us if anything sounds a bit weird or different. This yeah. is our first time really doing it like this. If like some, if we're we're, we're like setting like we're yelling down the end of a corridor or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. Um, hey, my house is echoey, but not that bad. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I just meant like you know if we're like too far away. Or not. Anyway, <laughs> who knows. It's anyway. fine. It's all fine. It's all good. Anyway, it's been a good week. It's been a, it's been an interesting week. Kind of a quiet week, actually, for me. For you, yeah. Yeah, a bit of a quiet week. Um, so, yeah, let's kick some stuff off. Let's kick it off and uh, get stuck into it. No messing around. We're in the same room. When, when, no do, we, lag when do we ever mess around? I know, right? And yeah. in doing this, I've already messed around a little bit. But Tell me what you've been playing. Uh, do it. Okay. Wait on me. All I want right, to hear let's it. Let's do it. Um, I haven't been playing a lot, actually. Oh, um, okay, well. Yeah, I'm really boring this week. Um. <laughs> I uh, I finished a couple of games that I've spoken about on previous episodes. I finished the, Axiom Verge. Joel the finisher. Yeah, I know, actually, yeah. <laughs> the finishest, that's me. Um, yeah, no, so I finished Axiom Verge on the on the Vita. It was good. It was fun. I, where I'd left off, I realized I was really close to finishing. Um, and literally, it was about half an hour. And I was like, oh, I'm done. Cool. Um, to me, it seems like the game... I don't know if it has multiple endings or if it rewards you or if it's like a new game plus or something like that. Um, I haven't really looked into it, but I don't know whether it's just that that's the way the story ends. Um, well, I mean, it's it, it, if it's truly embodying... I never finished it, honestly. I got mm-hmm. about halfway through and I kind of never went back to it at all. Yeah. But um, if it's if it's inhabiting the Metroidvania feel that it is, like Metroid obviously has different endings. Yeah. Based on your completion rate and your speed, so maybe mm. I'm sure like a quick Google could solve this, but we don't. That's not how we roll. Yeah, I think it does. That it's definitely in that sort of uh, same uh, headspace. Um, but it was good. I really enjoyed it. So um, put that one back on the shelf. I'll probably go back. I might get back to it when I'm bored one day. Came out on was it 3ds and Wii U today? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think the... yeah, it's um, part of the the new Nintendo's Nindies. That's what it's called, isn't it? We'll talk yeah, about that Nindies. Nindies is their thing. Yeah, we'll um we'll talk about that very soon. But um and I also finished Oxen Free. Great uh, game. Really good game. Thoroughly enjoyed that game. It was a bit of a head scratcher at the end, and I, I was but in a good way. Like I walked away and I was just like I had to sort of sit and think about it for a second. I was like, huh. That's um okay. Alright. All I right. really, like I not only just as a game, the gameplay I thought was good. But like just the world and the music and the art style oh, and the yeah. atmosphere, like absolutely, it's so good. I, I, I yeah, I've been listening to the soundtrack a little bit as well on, on Spotify. It's on Spotify, everyone go great. check it out. It's good. It's really good. It's really really good. Um, they also did the music that um, I think it's called. They're called Scientific, 
but all the vowels are taken out of it because they're trendy and cool and Indian. That's what all cool kids do. Like, yeah. Um, so it's yeah. So it's scientific. Uh, they did the music for the the Mr. Robot game as well. That night school also popped out, which um yeah, it was cool. Um, so yeah, I finished both those games. Felt like a bit of a badass for finishing finishing some games for once. Um, <laughs> we happen to like because we we do this what we've been playing thing. Ever since we started doing that, I have noticed my completion <laughs> yeah. of games has plummeted, and my purchasing of games rate has increased tenfold. Like I'm like buying like two or three games a week. I'm like, oh, I can't afford it. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't help that we're in release release season. Like, oh yeah, it's very true. Yeah, we're we're right in the thick of like, things. If it was if it was more like the middle of the year, like you know around that sort of time, we could just play old games. Yeah, that's true. And like some of these are old games, but still good, and now we're on sale. So <laughs> most of mine have been old games are, that have been out for at least six months. We are thrifty yeah. with our purchases and our exactly. and our plays. You know, we, we're passing on the savings to you. No, um, no don't say that. <laughs> but uh, again, keeping on the trend of old games, uh, this isn't a really old game, but relatively new for the PS4. Um, uh, I picked up Shadow Complex Remastered. Um, which are, you know, again, keeping in the vein of Metroidvanias, uh, like Axiom Verge, uh, is a Metroidvania uh, from the, the 360 launch days. Um, I think it was a, it was a yeah, launch title on 360. Oh, it was, it was around that time. Two, yeah. yeah. I remember being incredibly envious was when it was announced, because I was like, I want to play this, yeah. but I can't, because I know the 360. It looked great, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I missed it. It came out when they announced it last year. They, they released it for free for like a month on PC. And I oh, missed that's it. That's right, they did too. Because it was when I didn't have internet. Oh. Uh, my internet went down and I didn't have internet and I couldn't pick it up. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, and I forgot about it until like, it sort of it came out of nowhere, the release on PS4. Like, it wasn't on a, like a splash no. screen or anything like that. You had to go well, find it. Well, because remember, it was originally meant to come out weeks ago and like America yeah. and Europe got it and we just didn't get it. Yeah, it was like, it just didn't pop up. And, and then it, one day it was, it was there. It was there. I noticed, I noticed your housemate playing it and I was like, wait, wait, that's out? <laughs> He's like, yeah, you've got to go search for it. And to like, no fanfare. Yeah, it was, to no fanfare, which is a shame because it's really good. It's a good game. It's 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 not like it's not groundbreaking in no. any way, shape, or form. I mean, it's fun, though. Visually, it hasn't aged well either, even with no. like the remastered elements for the PS4 release. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty dated. Um, but like it, it it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, it's just it's basically it's a Metroidvania. So like you're running around, finding lots of collectibles and hidden areas, looking at areas that you wish you could get into, and you're like, I'm going to come back here later. <laughs> I need that thing. To, I need that certain that's, weapon to come back here. That's how they hook you. Yep. It also it character. also added in the uh, shooting to the background as well. Yes. Yeah. Which is like I think it was the first time I'd done that in the game when I played Shadow Complex. Yeah. It, it's and it works quite well. Like it seems like something. It's like oh, this seems a little bit sketchy. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to play out, but it it um it works really well. I. You know, uh, it's getting pretty tough. Like I've, I've, I'm sort of get stuck at points. I go like, I'll play it, play it, play it, and get stuck, and I'll go, no, nope, I'm done. I'm not playing this again. So I've been playing it in like sort of like hours, like like bursts. I guess some you some say. games work better that way, mm. like especially especially the game like that. So mm. no, there's nothing wrong with playing it like that. No, no, it's um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and I mean the main character is voiced by Nolan North as well, so more Nolan North. You fanboy. Yep. Hey. I love the guy. Love the guy. Um, but apart from that, uh, I had a little cheeky tinker around with the uh, the Neo beta. Uh, Neo, did you play the alpha? Uh, I did. I did okay. play a little bit of it. Okay. I, I didn't play much. I've pl- I played probably about as much as I've played of the uh, of the beta currently. Um, I, I had enough to, for me to go, all right, 
I'm, I'm interested. I'm definitely interested in this. Um, it's good. It's Samurai Dark Souls. It is. It is exactly that. But I think it also does some things that differentiate it enough. Mm, yeah. Like, I'm uh, just trying to think off the top of my head. Like, combat, the stances offer a different, like, layer that Dark Souls didn't have. And it feels like I, f- I can feel myself, like, once I got used to switching between them, like, that, that would be, a, like, almost integral part of the game and the combat is, like, having to switch between uh, low, mid, and high stance. Yeah. And um, and each each of those stances having different animations. Yeah, and definitely. attacks as well. Like and, was... and the ability to get combos as well for leveling up, add, yep. add them on to the end of it. Like, there's a lot of... There's interesting stuff there, but I look forward to sinking my teeth into more when it comes out. Uh, I haven't played much of a beta yet. Mm-hmm. I have it downloaded. I played the alpha. Right. I got... I think I got to the first boss and couldn't beat it. And I was yeah. like, well, I guess this is my quit wall. I wonder if that was like intentional like well they put a reward up like if you beat it you get like a special thing so it may have been hard for a reason because yeah. people who beat the game like beat the beta or alpha or whatever freaking thing it is guess <laughs> like it, they get like a special thing when the game comes out oh cool that's awesome which is very interesting um but it's definitely it's on my radar like i i haven't been like super compelled to go back to it like every day i'm not waking up going oh fuck i need to play that neo beta again like it's but it's in the back of my mind and it's it's done its job, like, a, to go, keep your eye on this one. This is one to keep an eye out for. Yeah, like, I really enjoy how important, again, much like Dark Souls, the combat feels. Like, mm. in Dark Souls, when you find an enemy, you fight an enemy, you're like, cool, this is scary the first time, but usually the second or third time, you kind of got it on, you know, got it locked down. You figure out those patterns. But, you know. Yeah, Neo kind of doesn't have that. Like, whenever I fight an enemy, I'm, I'm fucking terrified. Oh, yeah. Like, Absolutely, because like all it takes is one wrong button press, like one wrong swing of a sword to leave myself open. And those enemies, they they hit hard in the early oh, yeah. stage. I don't know if that's like indicative of the difficulty the game will be starting on, or if it's going to get worse than that. But it it's, it kicks my ass yeah. quite frequently. It's it's tough, and like even going back and going, all right, I did this last time, and, and it's like didn't work this time. Like one time it might work, next time nope, no dice. Um, but like. It's cool. I like the setting of it. I like the weapons. Weapons are fun. The weapons I, are cool. I will love any game that lets me have a katana and be a sweet, a sweet samurai. Like all like dual katanas. Yeah, dual katanas. I've been using them. They're fun. They have a lot of fun. And the spear is actually really cool. Yeah, I still. I mean, it's cool. The spear is cool, but I'm forever longing for a fucking game that lets me use the spear like Oberon Martell in Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's all I want. Just give me that game. <laughs> That's uh, that's my only criticism of Spear is I you can't... Can, you, there is a, a combo move where you can stick it in the ground and spin around on it. Which is cool. That's yeah, cool. I like that. I remember Martel would approve of that. Bayonetta. Yeah. It's the Bayonetta <laughs> movement. Um, but yeah, that's about all I've been playing. Um, and apart from that, just being there playing like Leap of Fate it's on the phone still, digging that game. It's good. But yeah, what, what are you kind of, What have you been playing, man? You've been playing a lot more than I have this week. <laughs> well, New stuff anyway. Well, okay. So my week started out... I was like, cool. After we recorded last week, I dug back into Deus Ex and was like, cool, I'll chip away at this. I And then you you told me on Saturday, you brought to my attention that the Attack on Titan game had come out. <laughs> Originally, I had expected that on Friday because that was what the EB Games website listed it as. And I was like, sweet, I'll get it on Friday. Then mysteriously, that day it changed to Tuesday. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, I really wanted to play that game. Yep. But yeah, Ben, you told me like on Saturday the digital release is up anyway and it was $5 cheaper. Yeah. So I jumped on that. I jumped on it. I refuse to call it the name it is given on the get on the store, which is a dot 
O dot T Wings of Freedom. Like I just don't want to call it that. It looks weird. It does. Even on the screen, like it's like AOT. Yeah. I'm like, just call it Attack on Titan. It's what it is. It doesn't take up that much screen real estate. No, it doesn't. There are games with longer names. But anyway. Yeah. Game's good. It, um... I feel like I do feel like it might might be hindered a bit because it has to run on Vita mm-hmm. and PS3 as well. So, but the down the upside of that is it means the PS4 version runs really well because yeah. obviously it's like it's an older game. Yeah. Gameplay wise, it is exactly what I wanted. It is. Yep. Like when I was, I remember when I was watching Attack on Titan. Must have been like two years, three years ago now, and just dreaming of a day that I'd be able to play a game where I could just ODM my way through the city. And uh, just attack the nape of a titan as I go past. Oh yeah! And this game gives me exactly that. Holy shit! Yeah. So gameplay wise, it's a bit tricky to describe. If you've seen the anime, you'll know how they get around. They have like essentially, let's call them Spider-Man grapples. Yeah, at their waist, they can kind of control and like launch and anchor themselves into the buildings and like thrust themselves (laughs) into the air. Pelvic first. Mm With their, and they've got little gas canisters that'll boost them to get extra speed as they go. And basically, they just they can go through a city like that. You can like use the anchors to hook onto the giant, horrible Titan monsters, which are just naked, with no yeah. genitals, no bits. No they bits. have creepy smiles and lots of teeth, and they just look really happy to see you because they're going to eat you, even though they don't really have to eat you. And they just keep eating until they spit you up and then eat some more. Yep. It's it's like I don't know. To me, it just seems like this weird commentary on like. And then I thought this from watching the, like what I've watched the anime anyway. I think it's weird commentary on like, you know, consumerism and stuff like that. <laughs> Ironic considering what it's become as a franchise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, I think one of our, one of our friends mentioned that something about like the the fact that the Titans look so unnatural. They do. Um, they look, they've got weird like they look like people. But their their body shapes are just a little bit off, or like yeah. they've got big eyes, or their teeth. They've got lots of teeth. It's they're, they're like I think yeah. I guess my friend said something about them being just on the outside of like on the in that uncanny and uh, pardon me, uncanny valley. Yeah, of like weird. It's just creepy. They it, look weird. Yeah, they look weird, and like their movements as well. How's well they just lumber slowly forward? There's the one in the anime that. Fucking creep me out. Just, which I, one? Which one? Pick a time. The one that uh, the one that, uh, that sticks in my mind just because I watched it recently. The one that like basically spider crawls through the field. Oh yeah, those uh. are those are the abnormals that live outside the, the <laughs> cities. They're in the game as well. Don't worry. Oh, and oh, that was terrifying. I love that sequence. Oh. Um, when I think it's when Sasha is riding a horse along. And, yeah. Oh man. If you haven't watched Attack on Titan or at least read the manga, go and go and do it. It's, it's good. good. I've, I haven't watched it all, but I like it. It's good and it'll, it. it'll crush you, <laughs> but um, the game itself is good and like as I was saying, the gameplay it, it you feel so badass as you're zipping through the city or like across the fields, but it also does maintain some sort of semblance of the severity of the situation in the anime. For example, when they're they're very clear that when they're out in the fields, the ODM gear is pretty useless. The ODM gear, by the way, is the stuff they wear to sh- to fucking spider-man around the city it was like an omnidirectional yeah omni movement yeah, i i'm so used to the um the okay. japanese name so odm is like the english translation i think it's yeah omnidirectional something yeah but it's good and it's cool but yeah so the game also maintains that in the sense that when you're in the fields you will not be able to easily maneuver so you would rely you rely very heavily on your horse to get around 
And if you see a Titan, basically you anchor onto that bitch and you <laughs> climb up and take it out because you don't want to be facing them otherwise. But yeah, it basically covers the entire narrative of season one of the anime. Or if you read the manga, it's like <laughs> first eight volumes, I think, like 30, <laughs> 32 chapters, which is a fair amount of content. And for some people, maybe you'd get a bit bored of it, but <laughs> I could kill Titans all day, man. It Look, I... Uh... Before we recorded tonight, uh, before we started watching that Nintendo Direct, um, we were killing some time, and uh, you were like, "Yeah, give this a go," like because uh, I haven't watched myself. Yeah, check it out, see what it's all about, you know, and see get your head around it. And, um, so I had a crack at it, and th- there's a bit of a learning curve on like on, maneuver- on maneuvering around in it and things like that. It's not unnatural in terms of the the movement and the, the controlling, um, but it's. It's interesting, and once you get it, like it's this sort of like Eclipse. choreographed, yeah, yeah, like your fingers does this choreographed dance around the controller, and it was fun. Like it, oh, I had like some slight little giggles to myself. I was like, <laughs> this is cool. So to sort of try and summarize it, basically, again, I'm playing on PlayStation. You can also get it on PS3 and Vita, and it's on Steam and maybe Xbox. I can't remember. I think it's on Xbox. I think as well. it is, but yeah. yeah, on so on PS4, basically. You maneuver, you know, your character with the left stick, blah, blah. That's the boring part. That's the boring part. No one cares. You press the square button, Joel. You press the square button and they take off. <laughs> they launch up into the yep. air. And if you, you can either hold it down, but I choose to press it every time because it feels more realistic. Like you're actually activating Yeah, like it, yeah. actively using it. And like You can hold down square and you'll continuously just like shoot around the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see a Titan, you press the R1 button to enter combat mode, which will then lock onto that Titan. You can use a right stick to toggle body parts, so you can attack. You can target their nape, their two arms, or their two legs. So, and sometimes their arms or legs will have like materials, which is used for crafting to which make weapons, cool. to make better weapons, to kill the titans quicker. And it forces you to sort of not just go straight for the nape of the neck. Yeah, it's like, well, alright, cool. I need shit. So. Some sometimes will not let you. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, it becomes very cool to really wrap your head around that and. So many times I'll just feel cool because I'll be zipping along like through the city and I'll look down and I'll see like a Titan. I'm like, cool. Well, as I'm going past, because if you get in the proximity of it and tap R1, it'll just lock on, it'll snap. Yep. And the camera will change. And you're like, cool. Toggle the, like you can choose the body parts with the right stick. You know, toggle nape, aim at, come straight down, cut the nape, kill, keep going. Just like a fucking badass. Just like Levi. Yep. And you, you feel so cool. It's Yeah, it does make you feel... Really, I didn't even fight any Titans in what I played. I, I played the tutorial, which is like, you know, in the forest. With and the I'm, dummies. With the dummies. And I was uh, that was exhilarating enough. I was so like, good. holy shit, this is fun. But yeah, so I would say, if you've, if you've seen the anime or read the manga and you're on the fence, you're like, oh, I don't know if it's good. I mean, I say yes. I say play it. It's fun. Yeah. Heads up if you don't want to be... If you're not reading the manga and you're waiting for season two of the anime, which comes out next year sometime at this point, uh, it does sort of venture beyond that. In particular, okay. it, it introduced a character in the second... Like, in the mission, the very first mission after you finish the game. I was like, cool, finish the game. Seen the credits. Let's go do some, some fun stuff. There's fun missions. And it goes, oh, no, we've got a new story mission for you. <laughs> I was like, you kidding me? What's it going to be? And I popped in and I saw... Uh, a big bad from from just after the anime in the manga. Uh, it was cool. He's cool, but yeah, if you don't, if you want to be sort of unspoiled for season two, then maybe be careful what you play. But read the manga, do it. It's good. Awesome. 
Attack on Titan. It's good. I love it. It's taken me fucking years to watch it all. You're getting there. I'm slowly... I've almost finished the, the season, which is good. Yeah, the worst is yet to come, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm bracing myself. Uh, uh, but apart from that, I also downloaded the Battlefield 1 open beta. Of course. And it reminded me of one thing. Yes, what's that? I suck at shooters. Yeah, right. Overwatch has, uh, ruined this. has taught me, made me think, no, you're you okay, you got this, you're good at shooters. I'm like, Lulled yeah. False sense of security. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can play shooters. And I pick up Battlefield 1 and I die in the first five minutes. I go, oh, no, wait, I am only good at Overwatch. Yep. And even then I'm like, oh, am I actually good at Overwatch? I don't know. <laughs> or am I, is it just dumb luck? We're competent at Overwatch. I think it's probably more appropriate. I can, I can exploit my hero's abilities too. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've played enough of it, so. Yeah, but then Battlefield 1's like, fuck no. This is skill. Well, yeah. not, you know, not always skill, but yeah. This is real war. It's, it's real war. With, this is MLG shit. With like, Dice's incredible sound effects. Yeah. Oh, they just, the sounds in that game are incredible. Um, when, when you get back to Melbourne, we have to play some games. Yes. I'm, I, I have it downloaded as well. I haven't had a chance. I was going to have it around before I, I left off this morning to, to come back to Bendigo, but I didn't get a chance to. Um, it'll still be there, which is good. Yeah, exactly. Not, I think it's running this weekend, like it's all like weekend. It's the 9th, I think yeah. it's running too. It's, it's a good amount of time to really yeah. get. And a whole week. Thankfully, I can confirm, at least in my experience, unlike I th- at least the Battlefield 3 beta, which I remember playing, and there were some horrible monstrosities. Like, d- did you remember the weird worm man I that don't... was prone and he was crawling? <laughs> oh, and there was like God. a weird glitch where his entire torso was elongated and it was nightmare. I'm going to look it up while you... Look it up. But it was terrifying. Just like Google Battlefield 3 worm man or something like that. But nothing like that in Battlefield 1. Like, no one looks deformed or anything. Like, it's fine. And it plays really well. Well, do you find it straight away? <laughs> Battlefield 3 Worm Man. It might be a video. Make sure yeah, your volume's yeah. down. Uh, but the gameplay is really good. Um, once again, like, if you suck at the assaulting, as I do, like, shooting people is not my forte in that game, you can always choose to change it to a different class, which is always... Oh, God! <laughs> yeah. Do you see what I mean? <laughs> now we have to post a link to this when we put this up. Oh wow! Well, Although I'm sure everyone's seen it. We have a link dump here. Oh, but it's horrible. They call me Doctor. <laughs> it's nightmare fuel. I had to. I had to see it. Nothing like that in Battlefield One. I'm happy yeah. to announce that I've awesome. seen. Goodness. Although I did actually see a, a like a weird sort of glitch. Like a, I watched a soldier who was running along. He had like his little like his supply sack on him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and kind of like spun around him. I was like, it's weird. But no worm men, we so we physics. good work, Dyson. Yeah, you've you've stepped up a notch. <laughs> well, I didn't play the Battlefield Three one. I didn't play Battlefield Three at all. I've never really played a Battlefield game, to be honest. Um, I played Bad Company One and most of Two before my my original PS Three died, rip in peace, and uh, I never rip went back peace. to it in the, after that. Um, and so and I love Battlefield One, uh, uh, Bad Company One and Two. I really like those. Um, the, the, the closest I played most recently was when we played the, the Battlefield Hardline beta. Also a beta as well. Yeah, it I was a beta, it. but it was... I mean, I guess that's because I'm willing to try. It's like, yeah. here's a free beta. I'm like, cool, I'll down you and download you and play you. And we played, I think, we played a good couple of hours solidly of one particular, of the, uh, the was it called Hotwire, I think? I can't remember the name of the game type. I'm pretty sure it was Hotwire. I actually have, I'm pretty sure I still have a video saved on my PS4 <laughs> oh, of us playing that game. We should put that up. There'll be no audio from us. It'll be audio for me. That's it. Because I've I've set my PS4 to record my audio. Okay, awesome. So it's it's just kind of me talking to myself. 
I'll edit myself in there. <laughs> I thought I said, but, but yeah, uh, it was like yeah, it was like you know, capture uh, a moving capture point. It was a, the capture point was a car that you had to drive around, and it was just ridiculous amounts of fun. Oh, that that was good. It was really good. So the map that I played in Battlefield One was was a desert map, and it was of course Conquest because that's what Battlefield does best. Right, and it's kind of standard fare. Like you capture a point, get points. Really enjoy that the points are given more so for completing objectives than just getting kills. Like kill, kills give points, but yeah, like you capture a point, you get a good five hundred points. Yeah, kills like, like maybe a hundred or something. I don't know. Shooters these days are starting to do that. I think which like, is good. Titanfall is like a, uh, was a good sort of step in the right direction by having like grunts and things yeah. like that as well. Well, this is sort of like Battlefield One is ironically enough, even though I'd, I think everyone's forgotten about it, is building off battlefront which did that right battlefront course. was very good at rewarding the objective not so much at the end of the game when it'd be like cool this person got the most kills it's like well that's not what you were scoring us on but yeah. whatever battlefront yeah, well. but anyway yeah the only th- the thing that was different is at a certain point uh you get the chance to board an armored train you and your team can capture a point and board an armored train which is just filled with turrets whoa and you just cruise around the train tracks in your moving turret train Shooting the shit out of people. So it's like some next level spirit track yeah, shit, right? There. I think it's like this map's version of the uh the the blip the you, the yeah, Zeppelin. Zeppelin, that's yeah, the one. Okay. I it's mental blank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the big balloon thing. The big balloon thing that's gonna crash and kill everyone. <laughs> uh, which is which was really cool. I had been inside it and it was fun. Yeah. And I also watched from a distance, like when the enemy team got in it. I saw my team like running up and doing stuff to the tracks. I'm like, what are they doing? They were planting mines on the tracks. And I Holy watched shit. I watched as the train came around on a second pass and just exploded. <laughs> just engulfed in flames. It must have taken some hits already, but it was amazing. That's cool. And it's like the little stuff like that that'll always make me go battlefield over like COD or something like that. Yeah. I I think yeah, they 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 sort of know how to build a war zone where you can have your own stories. I mean, yeah. that's that's where we've had the most fun with Overwatch is all the stories like, oh my God, last night I was playing and then this happened and then this happened in a match. And it's the same map. It's the same characters that everyone has yeah, access exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. It's the same, like, what, four, five maps in that game? Essentially, and um, t- cast of 20-something characters. Yeah, exactly. And we're, we're coming up with our own stories and it seems like the same sort of thing, which is good. Yeah, that's, that's, what, I, that's what Battlefield does best. It's what makes uh, competitive, like, online games in general not just shooters but those competitive online games that makes them more appealing to people like us that sort of suck like having them. yeah we'll suck at them <laughs> um but like having those experiences where we we can go oh my god dude you should have been playing last night we we, we <laughs> played this payload map and then this happened and like we got our ass kicked and they had seven minutes to take the last point and then we ended up winning it was yeah some crazy shit has happened in overwatch oh yeah yeah but oh. uh yeah, that's basically what I've been playing. Yeah. Go and play Attack on Titan, like, everyone. Just go do it. I don't care if you don't like it. Shut up. Go play it. It seems that do you think it'd be the type of game if you weren't if you knew nothing about the anime, would you would you get enjoyment out of the game? I would say it depends like if you read the synopsis of the anime and maybe if it interested you. If you if you like read that mankind lives behind walls and there are giant horrible monsters that want to eat them and you're like, I can dig that, then yeah, check it out because it then it does sort of abridge the story and yep. like and feed it to you in a more not I guess not shorter because the game if you play the story it's, you know it's, it's long enough yep. not as long as the 25 episode run right but yeah the I guess the one thing that is lost in the transition from anime slash manga to game is the anime is very big on the holy shit 
this sucks yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Like, you always feel like all the heroes are just like, why are we fighting these titans? They're just going to kill us anyway. Yep. But this one just made you feel it was like, yeah! In this yeah. game, if anyone knows Attack on Titan, you'll know Armin. Armin is like the little blonde kid, friends with Eren and Mikasa. He's pretty smart, but he's not very good at killing titans. Nope. Not my Armin. My Armin killed 20 titans in one match before. That's the sort of game this is. <laughs> Armin kills titans. It's ultimate reality. It is. It's his, it's, it's his dream, basically. And if you still need convincing, just go and watch like the opening to the anime. Oh, the, op- the best opening, you mean? Just the best opening. The best anime opening that and I've seen. And then be prepared to have that song stuck in your head for the rest of your life and just randomly try and break out and sing it. Yeah. Which is always hilarious. Yeah. Also, people need to stop shitting on the second OP as well. I liked it. Because I've just gotten up to that. And it's, I actually like it. I like it a lot. I like that it gives a different... Because like, it changes in tone with the anime. Like The first 12 episodes is like, shit, we're stuck inside the wall. Yeah. So if they've got that music and then they get outside of a wall, it's like, no, here's this glorious, yeah. like, swelling thing. It's like, we're going to do this. And it's like this cool, like, you know, like, that sort of, like, the J-pop game. metal yeah. like, as well. I it's love great. it. I was, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. So the second and opening's the, good. The closing as well is really good. Anyway, the closings are good, yes. Talk about Attack on Titan for the rest of the night. I, I could. I could talk about it for a long time. But I guess we should stop. Yep. And we should discuss the thing that happened, like, an hour ago? We did. Two hours ago? We got breaking news. We got breaking By news. By the time you listen to this, I won't be breaking it. Just pre- know, pretend but... it's breaking news. Yeah, pretend you're listening to this live. Um, <laughs> you know, add to the excitement of it. Um, Nintendo had their 3DS Direct, uh, which went out at midnight in Australia land where we live. Yes. Uh, Thankfully, that's, res- that's a respectable time. I'm used to like, like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. for this sort like, of stuff. That's so. like dinner time for me. It's <laughs> <laughs> like normal person time. Um, but yeah, they covered quite a few things. Um, a lot of random, weird yeah, things. Holy crap! Like, I mean, I shouldn't expect. I shouldn't be surprised. It's Nintendo. Mm. Like, they had some live action stuff in there, which classic to Nintendo was just weird. It was super weird. It like it was like there was a narrative in there that I couldn't quite decipher. It's like we came in halfway through it. Yeah, like, and it was like Reggie, there's a bit before and after we we haven't got yet. Reggie wanted his like 3ds full of 2017 games, but his assistant couldn't find it. And Bill Trennan was missing. Then he came back later with a beard and... And said that he'd, like, seen the future. And, and, oh, my God. And they're like, you've only been gone for two hours. Reggie looked weirdly... T- like, and Bill, and Bill actually, looked they, weirdly they looked sunburned. Like, oh, my... Nintendo, don't ever stop don't being you. change. You, you oh, weird dudes, you like... fucking love it. You guys are the best. Um, And it, don't forget that that 3DS that they were talking... The new 3DS that they were talking about was the Galaxy Print one. Yeah. Which I'm about ready to trade in my old 3DS, <laughs> and buy, which will be the third trading I've done for a 3DS. Nintendo likes what they're hearing. Oh, I know. That's what they want. It looks gorgeous. It does look very cool. I fucking love it. And plus, it. it's finally a purple 3DS. I've oh, wanted one for ages. Because no. uh, I was already looking at the orange one that they released recently. The orange one was cool as well. The orange one looks really nice. And my wife was looking at the pink one. Not in like... She, and she doesn't normally go for like things that are pink. She's like, I normally don't like pink stuff. She's like, I fucking like that 3DS. Yeah. Um, Nintendo's good at their hardware colors. Like, just give me colors. Colors are good. I've got, yeah. a, I've got a black new 3DS XL. It's nice. It's nice. It looks nice. It's sleek. It does its I guess it's like early adopter. Like, that's what I get for getting it right. launch. We got launch ones. Um, but again, then we were early adopters for the, the original 3DS, and we got the sweet fucking aqua blue one. Yeah, I know. People ragged on that I one. I fucking love that I, color. I still have it. I love that little Same. blue 3DS. I'm never going to give that up. It's mine. <laughs> 
I'm going to keep that as my little display one that I love. I, cause I, I still regret getting rid of my um, my DS Fat, like the big DS. Yeah. As much as I love my DS, I, I like the DS. The D, original DS is like a good perspective. It's like, wow, they got from this to this. Yep. We traded them in for lights, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. The light, still, I think, my favorite, like, apart from the Game Boy Advance SP, which finally added a backlight <laughs> to handheld gaming. Holy yes. shit. No more of these bulky add-ons. But the DS Lite is probably my favorite hardware revision by Nintendo besides the SP. I really like it. I do like the new Nintendo, the, the new 3DS XL. Yeah, they are good. The I like them as well. The size, the, the, the knob power stick. behind it. Is like, the knob stick's cool. Um, the power behind it is just enough to make it like a noticeable difference and make it feel like, all right, cool. I upgraded for a reason. Like, well, it's... and cause I can, I like the 3d on this. Cause again, the biggest problem with 3d on the original 3ds was it sucked. Yeah, it was this one. Like the, like you can actually kind of move a bit. Yeah. The eye tracking thing is, it works and the eye tracking thing works really well. And it's strange cause after the 3ds, like when we move on to the NX, and whatever else they that. do. Not to, no one's allowed to talk about that yet. <laughs> I, it's kind of weird to think that this text probably going to go away because, I don't know, 3DS was yeah. the thing and then they kind of didn't use it. Well, it's cool. It's like they proved that they could do it because everyone was like, 3D without 3D whatever. glasses, whatever. And then they were like, fucking have a look at that. And it worked. And it was like, and when you got it, your hands on it, you're like, no, it works. That confirmed. It works. It's crazy. I remember when um, Avatime Game was where we first had a look at it. Yeah. I think. Uh, and yeah, holy shit. Good. I helped sell one in game <laughs> by showing a, a mum that was going to buy one for her kid. And she's like, oh, how does the 3D look? How does it look really good? Does it work? And I was like, I've got mine on me if you want to look at it. It's a, like, it's oh, a slider if you don't want yeah, to worry about like, it. like you can just look it up and then, and then they instantly bought one. My friend who worked there at the time was very happy good with work, that. Nintendo owes you. Yeah, I know, right? Give me, a, give me one of them Galaxy ones. <laughs> I mean, um, you can try calling them. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> uh, but there's some cool stuff that came out of it. Um, the beat, the one that sort of took me by surprise was one of the first things they talked about, which was um, Mario Maker. Super Mario Maker is coming to the 3DS. I, it's cool. It's it, weird. It's like it's a thing where you sort of go, I never would have picked it, but it makes sense. Well, because I figured the reasoning would be, I was like, I don't know, maybe something like the 3DS couldn't run it properly, or something like that. Now here's something I didn't think about before do you think this might be just the new 3ds i feel like i feel like they would have said it at this point like that's true i suppose they would have had to clarify especially because it's coming out in like a month uh december 2nd december 2nd two months i'm getting confused with some of the other release dates oh man december Um, 2nd oh god i want to get it that's a bad time what's that time (laughs) it's just it's like two days after final fantasy 15 and the day before south park and gravity rush 2 is out there as well fuck I mean, it'll always be there, I guess. And yeah, it's a we'll Nintendo game, so it's not getting cheaper I anyway. did say that about the original Super Mario Maker, and I still haven't <laughs> bought it. So, who knows? Um, but yeah, it's interesting. So, they're not doing as much. You can't search for online for, like, uh, using like, the codes for existing levels. Which is a shame. It is a shame. Um, obviously, that some things had to be compromised with, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you can share your levels locally, like, wirelessly, um, you know... Via local wireless and street pass and street pass, which is very cool. It's going to be a nightmare. Oh, it's not going to be out in time for this packs. Damn it! I know, right? <laughs> That's a shame. But RTX, we might be able to do it for RTX. RTX, yeah, yeah. Um, it's really cool. Like I, I think that street pass. As soon as I mentioned that, I was like, that again. Make- never would have thought of it, but makes sense. Makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so a lot of things they're adding to it as well. 
There's no. There was there was a weird like low like co-op thing you could do with building. I don't... Yeah, so like you collaborate. So like you you could start it, making a level. Yeah, so you can start making a level and then like send it to like I could make a level and send it to Kyron and Kyron can put a little bit more into it and send it back to me and we could sort of tweak it and finish it out and collaborate on a level together, which is kind of cool. Cool, but very weird. Yeah, it's strange. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely interested in it. It took me by surprise, but. Again. I was surprised, like, when they were like, when they were like, but check this out. And it was like, oh, it's Mario Maker. Wait, that's a 3DS. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, because at first we were like, oh, it's a new Mario game. Oh, it's a new side-scroll Mario game. It doesn't look that very good. And then the greed appeared behind it. We oh, it's Mario Maker. And then we went, that's a 3DS <laughs> on the outside. We're like, it's Mario Maker on 3DS. Holy shit. And right? then it was like, Super Mario Maker for 3DS. It's like, oh, well, there you okay, go. Cool. Awesome. Um, so yeah, it's coming out December 2nd, as Kyron corrected me on, because I'm an idiot and didn't pay attention. Um, at least one of us was, thank God. I, I, again, I just remember seeing the date going, God damn it, why? <laughs> why December 2nd? Stop um, it. Stop it. What else are we, what else are they? For, well, we, like, because we won't go over all the announcements. There was a lot no. of, like, there's some DLC and some stuff that was already touched onto these three. Yep. But the next, I think the next thing we'll talk about was the thing they ended with. This is a weird thing to end with. Yeah, it was it was a Pikmin game, and you think, oh yeah, Pikmin, awesome! I love I love that game. But keep in mind, this was a 3DS direct. Yes, 3DS. Okay, 3DS. It's a side-scrolling Pikmin game. It looks interesting. I don't think it looks bad. I just like just from the gameplay they showed. I don't I don't know. Maybe I I can't comment on stage design coming up like later on, but it seems like the general idea of touching and dragging or flicking like your Pikmin in a 2D environment is going to get old. Yeah. I don't know. And again, it's too low to judge it really so based it seems on that. like a bit of like, you know, it's constantly doing the same repetitive thing. Yeah. Like, no skill to it. Or... The other Pikmin games sort of gave you the advantage of like exploring your environment in a 3D, like, you know, you had basically free movement and you could fully explore and it was really fun to like yeah. find areas like, shit, I need to go get an item back that way and... I think that, that might be in this version, but the trailer didn't make it look like No, it, it looked like there was a lot of exploration and things like that in there. Um, and, 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 well, exploration in terms of puzzles, like uh, mm. having to, like, use that where they had to throw a whole bunch of Pikmin at, like, a block and move the block. Yeah. So they could jump into a level that was, at, like, a, a doorway that was, at the top, it was, like, middle of the level. Um, I mean, it, yeah, opens the way for some some interesting ideas, but I don't know. I don't think it was something worth, like hyping and closing out their direct with. We also have no idea how far off it is, because yeah, is it like working title at the end? It doesn't even yeah, it doesn't even have a proper name. It's just Pikmin for Nintendo 3DS. Weird. Strange. After all especially after all the talk again, like it's gonna it's gonna bring that horrible two letter sent thing back into existence. But Pikmin four was meant to be coming out for Wii U. Mm. Like Miyamoto was talking about it, like after Pikmin three. That's gotta be a launch title, yeah. Like that'd be NX. A, that'd be a perfect launch after the <laughs> NX. Um, God damn it, NX. Yeah, el- elusive NX that we still know nothing whatever, about. Nintendo. Whatever you are, come on, get get on. It's getting to the point where it's like they've got to they've got to do it if they're planning on having it come out in March. Nintendo here, man, and they're just like, eh, whatever. It's like we know you'll fucking buy it. You're gonna like, buy you're it, right? I'm gonna buy it. I'm absolutely gonna buy it. But I just want to know what I'm buying please, <laughs> before I shell out this because it's gonna happen, and I yeah. know that. Um. Oh, I just saw the next thing. Oh, so there was a lot of amiibo talk as well. A, a lot of new amiibo. I thought I was out. I thought I was done. I oh. have. 
Apart from the new Smash ones that we actually weren't in the direct at all, like no Bayonetta, Cloud, no, or... That's true. We thought that... Yeah, you definitely predicted like maybe I a Cloud maybe. and Bayonetta release date, but... But instead we got four new fucking Amiibo, mm. four awesome Zelda ones, like 8-Bit Link, Ocarina of Time Link, Toon Link, and... Was, was it Toon Zelda? Maybe it was Toon Zelda, I don't know. Or am I getting confused with the... The DLC. I don't it. fucking know. Either way, um, those three alone. Yeah, like, the, oh my god, the 8-bit I need, classic one. I need to go with my 8-bit Mario. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, cool. In the, the process of, like, taking my wallet and throwing it yeah. at Karen's TV. Please don't. This TV is expensive. Yeah, sorry, man. Um, and the Amiibo in front of it. Yeah, it's okay. My wallet's got nothing in it. It's really light, so it's, it's not going to do any damage. I've already broken my Samus Amiibo anyway. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, her arm comes out. I need to get a new one. That makes me sad. It makes me sad, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> it hurts. I can imagine. I'm surprised mine aren't broken from my cats knocking them off the <laughs> thing constantly. Um, but that wasn't the only. They won't be the only amiibo. Job. Oh. There was one other one, but so yeah, we'll we'll lead into that with it with yeah, the answer that came with. Yeah, well done. I like that. Oh, I appreciate it. But no. uh, so Yoshi's Woolly World, which came out for the the, the Wii U this year? No, no, last, last year. year. Jesus, God, where did the time go? It um, went out the fucking window. Yeah, it's gone. It's, it's already well, it's, it's really already gone. September. Look at that date. Oh my god, it, it, it's legit. Like, oh wow, this year's going. It's just turning to sand in my hands. Insane. Um, yeah. So Yoshi's Little World came out for the Wii U. It's a really interesting game. It was really fun. It was not super challenging. Not really. It was, it was cute. relaxing. It was kind it was of fun. Soothing. I played it quite a lot with my wife. We sat down and played like the co-op together, which was fun. It was it fun? Pardon? Was it fun? It actually was sure? fun. It, was it wasn't fun. just like someone eating someone and spinning them off the edge? No, no, no. There was, there was some... Super, okay, I might have done that a couple of times, but much to my wife's dis- disapproving looks, which, to which I then stopped doing it. Um, a good choice. Yeah, probably. Uh... It was a, yeah, really, really interesting game with a great art style. It was a, everything was made of yarn, and um, it looked it was adorable. I couldn't help but smile while playing. It was, that it game. was a feel good game. Yeah. Like it was a soothing, nice platform. It was nothing like breaking, like uh, cutting it. Like I'm mixing my metaphors. It's, it's no Super Meat Boy. No, exactly. It's nothing that was like you know genre defining, but um, it was fun. It's coming to the 3DS uh, under the title of Poochie and Yoshi's Woolly World. Now, Poochie, probably probably the, the the Nintendo character that I forget how much I fucking love. Until you see him. Until I see him, I'm like, oh, it's Poochie. If you don't know who Poochie is, Poochie is like Yoshi's little dog. He's adorable. Um, he oh, my God. Ever since um, Yoshi's Island. Yeah, ever since Yoshi's Island. Just yeah. the best. Uh, and now he's back, and this time he's in yarn form. Oh, I'm glad you didn't say pog form. I know, right. Uh, but he's in yarn form, and he's getting a yarn amiibo. And I need it in my life. It's going to be amazing. I, I love my little Yarn Yoshi. Yeah, my Yarn Yoshi's great. I, I, wanna, I would love a Yarn Pusha to sit next to him. I want to get the other coloured Yarn Yoshis too. But here's the thing, Joel. Mm. Here's the thing that you may not have considered. What else did they bring out around Woolly World? What else was around? There was the Mega Yarn Yoshi. Can you imagine if they did a Mega Yarn Poochie Amiibo? You've actually... Oh, my God. Imagine, like... I could have a little Poochie I could cuddle. You could. <gasps> you probably have to hide it from your cats, but... No, they... No. <laughs> they're not getting anywhere near it. It's a, it's a sacred... A sacred yeah. member. But that, Poochie, I don't know. Poochie goes with me everywhere. That's now my dream. That's what I want. Oh. 
I need that in my life. I just I had a thought, like as I was looking at my yarn. I'm gonna go check Etsy, like as soon as we finish, like stop recording. I'm sure someone's made, made it. One. Like fans are incredible these days. Oh, I would need that in my life. I need a plushy poochie. Then, plushy poochie. That wasn't it. There was also another new game announcement: mm. Mario Sports Superstar. Yeah. Basically, takes all of the Mario Sports games and just crams them into one package. Yep. But apparently, they're all full games still, which is. I don't want to say, I don't want to sound like a douchebag and say, well, that's weird. Because, I mean, we all yeah. saw what happened with the last Mario Tennis game, which was a colossal disappointment compared Ooh, yeah. to the Mario Tennis days of old. I was excited for that. Yeah, I look, I, be good. we played it at PAX, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and we were like, this is kind of fun. It was kind of fun. And then but then game, we found out that what we played at PAX was pretty much the entire game. It's a like, game. Oh, so when I first saw Sports Superstar in the direct, I was like, oh great, they're gonna, you know, chuck a bunch of like half-baked games into a pack. Mm-hmm. Apparently not. Like, these are all full games with like single-player, multiplayer, tournament modes. Yep. Um, and they all look pretty fleshed out with like, you Even know, soccer was like confirmed like... Yeah, it was like 11-a-side soccer. Everything crazy. about it. Like, you can choose your formations that your team starts in as well. Um, I'm kind of interested in this because I'm, I'm terrible at those games, but I like, I like playing soccer games. I don't rush out and buy FIFA or anything like that, but like I, you know, I had this game on my phone called Pixel uh, Pixel Soccer, I think Pixel Cup Soccer Cup sixteen or something. Um, it was a really cool, um, like pixel version of soccer. Um, had like full tournament modes with like different leagues and all this other stuff, um, which you know I'm sure that excites a lot of people. Um, <laughs> and I was playing it during the Olympics as well because it went free over the Olympic Games. Um, and so that you could play in like the, the Rio Olympics soccer tournament, um, and it was fun. Like it, the controls worked really well, and it was interesting and lots of fun. And like I like just tinkering around with those types of games. I played. I remember playing FIFA on my DS. I, for some reason, I picked up FIFA for my my um my old DS. Really, back in the day. You remember I used to play it all the time at your house on Sunday nights when we were watching stuff on TV. Ah. and I'd sit there and play FIFA constantly. Do I want to sit? It wasn't. I wasn't on the. Uh... I didn't want to say it. It might have been. <laughs> okay, all right, that's cool. It might have. It might have actually been on a loader card that's that fine. I might have. I might have legally I've, obtained. We bought a lot. Of, we bought a lot of DS games, man. We did. We we did. We bought a lot of DS games. We also didn't buy a lot of DS games. <laughs> um, but so I'm interested in this as well, and I'm also a sucker for a golf game. So yeah, well, that's the thing. Like it's a it's a pack deal, so yep. it includes soccer, tennis, golf, baseball, and horse riding. Like horse riding. Sure, why not? To be fair, it looked fun. The horse riding looked kind of cool. To be fair, it's going to be weird if I can play as Yoshi in horse riding. <laughs> I know, right? He finally gets his turn. What if What if Mario's on Yoshi on a horse? It's like horseception. Horseception. <laughs> Steedception. Um, Mario Jenga. I, know, I, I love that you pointed out too while we were, while we were watching the, um, the direct. There's a shot of Boo riding a, a horse. You're like... Why is Boo riding a horse? How's, like, what's going on here? He doesn't make... He doesn't... How? He can float. Yeah. Like, who cares? Doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, it looks kind of cool. Uh, that's coming out. Oh, I didn't catch the day for that yeah, one. I it think like, it's next year. Is it next year? I thought it was early next year. Okay, might be. Yeah, it might have been like when they were getting into like the, the next year ones. Maybe. Because it, um, it was a new announcement. Like, I, we had, I had no idea it was coming. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Kind of have a look at it. When it comes out, um, oh god! This is this next part's a note that I made, and it was a note that it, it's frustrating. So, 
the new Zelda Amiibo, and like they also announced some new High Rule Warriors DLC. Yep, and really, really knocked home that uh, that you know anniversary stuff. Yeah, Zelda 30th anniversary, big deal, cool, awesome, no problems with that. Another another anniversary got a nod, got a little mention. Sonic the Hedgehog. His franchise turns 25 this year, apparently, Joel. Okay. I'm sure, like, there's a couple of Sonic fans out there. All six of you out there, I'm sure you're really ecstatic about that. They're looking forward to Sonic Mania. Fucking uh, Yeah, okay, fine, Nintendo. We'll talk about Zelda's 30th anniversary. That's fine. That's cool, because they're, yeah, they're, exactly. they're good games. Sonic's 25th? Sure. Why? No mention of Metroid's 30th? Is that is that how we're playing this game now? Ooh. I know, I know they ran like a small little itty bitty Miitomo thing, which I immediately abused and got the Varia suit, a little Ridley for my back, the Zero suit, it's really cool. and all that stuff, which was cool, but we're but, not going to mention it in a fucking direct at all. Don't fucking go too crazy, Nintendo. Like, well, we're talking you know, about Sonic's 20th anniversary, about a game which is a sequel to a Wii game, but... A Wii U game, actually, wasn't it? A Wii U game. But, there was it, there was, the buggy as fucking didn't work. Oh, I'm sure it works now, but... Oh. It, it, yeah, but it, what, whatever game was left is still yeah. not finished. It's not. It's not a game. It's awful. So that's not a big deal. I just, I just wanted to bring that up because it's still like I'm just thinking about Nintendo talking about Sonic's 25th anniversary instead of celebrating Samus's 30 years of creating a fucking genre. Yep. But whatever, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Cool. It's literally Metroidvania <laughs> that gets thrown around every goddamn day when it's talking about those types of games. I laugh because it's better than crying. It's, yeah, we, we you laugh to hide the pain. <laughs> yeah. um, oh. It's uh, anyway, crying on the inside. I am honestly. It's yeah, it sucks. It, it honestly does suck, and I fucking would. Lo- I would love to see a new. I I was I honestly deep part of me. I knew it was going to be disappointed. I was like 3ds direct came out of nowhere announcement like that it was coming this week. We're like all right, cool. And I'm like maybe. No. Maybe this is the time. We just, Maybe this is the time for it. Federation Force is what we're getting at the moment, Joel. Yep. They didn't even... They didn't even I, I thought for sure they would have just been like, well, they were on the anniversary. Yeah, like, like maybe touch on it. Metro uh, Federation Force, it's out in America now, you should go buy it. Like, boot up they me, normally do that. Boot nah. up Mitomo, check out the little Metroid thing we're running at the moment. Nothing. But not a mention. Not a single thing. Fucking Axiom Verge got more screen time than Metroid. They did, yeah. Which is literally just Super Metroid. It's great. It's just Super Metroid. I'm, I'm so sad. Ugh. So let's move on. That's that, that's like the important things that we gleaned from the Direct. Yeah, so there's some really cool stuff out there. It, it'll be all up on the Nintendo page. Um, no doubt they're uploading the trailers now as we speak. Yeah, exactly. You can watch the whole thing um, on, their, on, their, on their YouTube page. Someone needs to like to pull out all the live action stuff and try to construct some sort of weird story out of that because I'm surely I'm curious. Like maybe not with the newest stuff that's coming out, but like like everything we've gotten so yeah. far. Back to like the creepy, well not creepy, the the really awesome, um, the weird. Uh, what are they called? The Muppet. Oh, the Star the Fox Muppets. Muppets. Yeah. Yeah, or the Muppets, and then the Star Fox Muppets. Yeah, that was cool. And we had all the big Yokai Watch stuff. Oh, the Yokai Watch stuff was amazing. Bill, Bill, Bill. Oh, so good. Never change Nintendo. It's, but oh, also crazy. tell us about being an you bastards. Please, please, we're begging you. Literally, I know that you know you're listening to this, or someone out there <laughs> is listening to this and goes, "My dad works at Nintendo," and yeah, um, that old chestnut. Oh, uh, the good old days. <laughs> um, 
before we move on to our next one, I just wanted to briefly talk about a couple of VR things that I saw today. I'm not going to go into them too much. Okay, this is... In the notes. This is the wrong... I, I'm going off script. Oh, God. Of. What do I do? I'm going off script. What do I normally do? Do I just sit here? Do I listen? <laughs> I is, that, so. is, that, is that what I normally it's do? It's weird. You actually have to look at me while I do this now. You're oh, like, God. You're, giving just... me the, you're giving me the... Don't give me that. Joke. I'm not... Like, that, you're doing that. I'm, um, just, I'm scared. What do I do? Cool. Talk. So, <laughs> just a couple of VR things. Like, uh, Justin Roiland, uh, the creator of Rick and Morty, is starting his own game studio called, oh, um, uh, what's it called? It's, it's a reference to something in the show. It's called like Slink Tendo or something. Then look it up. Are these, is, is this, is this related, related to that job simulator? Rick and no, this is completely oh, different. Okay. So, so that, that's still happening, but yeah. the job simulator guys are doing that. Okay. With the, with the Rick and Morty license. I thought for sure that would be like a collaboration. Squanch Tendo, happened. I think it's called. Um, Oh, like Squanch. Yeah. Oh, Squanch. Yeah. So Squanch Tendo. It's going to get squanched. Um, and so, yeah, he's, he's studying his own company that's um, that's going to uh, specialize in VR experiences. So I guess it's going to be like little bite... Yeah, I know. Sorry, Karen. It's that dirty word again. Um, they're going to specialize in these sort of little bite-sized, I'm assuming little bite-sized pieces of uh, entertainment uh, for VR. And, you know, anything from the mind of that crazy, crazy man... Uh, I'm in, instantly intrigued by, um, and I'm sure some of you guys listening probably will be as well. So Rick and Morty is a good show. Yeah, it's great. And so, so on top of the uh, the Rick and Morty job simulator that you're getting coming out sometime, um, <laughs> at some point in the future, I'm still finding it. It was called yeah, Squanch Tendo. I think it was what it was called. Um, and yeah, so that that's something to look forward to. Also, before we started recording, I saw that HTC. Uh, Showing off a pro, or going to be showing off a prototype for a wireless HTC Vive, but I can't afford the wireless. I know, Vive. I know. Look, I'd look, I'd, I'd like any kind of Vive. I'd like to just play one in general. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Like that because that seems to be the big complaint about yeah. VR. Look, there's, there's, I, I imagine there's a lot of cables involved. Like mm. it's not it, not exactly light on tech, and and the the battery power required to. Operate. Oh imagine, like imagine using that wirelessly though. Yeah, you see like another giant battery strapped <laughs> to the back of your head. It'll be just like, like it'll be just like Evangelion. Yeah, <laughs> we have giant battery cables plugged into the back of our heads. Yep, that's our future, and we can survive for like five minutes without them plugged in. Yeah, like Ready Player One. Like we're all going to be wearing haptic suits and just like living in the oasis. It's fine. Um, Can't wait. Yeah, cool. So Fu- just, the future is bright. I just thought I forgot to put them in the notes because, and even though I was sitting next to you and I was talking about it. Um, but I just wanted to chuck those in there because I thought, you know, why not talk about VR? Something we're super well versed in. <laughs> um, but yeah, especially the Justin Roiland thing, that really intrigued me. That part's cool. Like I, really interesting. I will I will check out anything he does. Yes. So that's something to look forward to. I don't think they've got any releases planned yeah. coming soon. Uh, look, take but, that time. Make make something weird that I'll enjoy. Yep. So uh, yeah, check it out. Squanch Tendo is the name of the uh, the company he started. So <laughs> Fucking Squanch. Amazing. All right. Now back to your regular scheduled programming. Okay, so this next part is actually, is that it was some news that broke last week, I think, like, maybe halfway through our recording. Yeah, it did. I, like, we, we closed off the podcast, and I was like, what's going on on NeoGAF? And I opened up NeoGAF, it's like, Ubisoft delays second division expansion survival in order to tweak the main game. And I was like, ooh, what's happened here? Just mm. turns out that, I mean, it's one of those, it's a hard call to make, I'm sure, for Ubisoft and Ubisoft Massive. Because Division was basically the new Destiny. It was. It and, was that's what they, and that's what they were trying to hype it as as well. Like yeah. It was, like, they didn't directly use the word Destiny, but all you got to do is look at how 
division plays, and you can see it. This, the Dark Zone is still the coolest thing that game does. Yeah, it, it's an interesting, really good concept that sort of yeah. actually did work. Like, yeah. it worked well. But, unfortunately, much like Destiny, the teething problems have continued. Yeah. And, essentially, the second DLC, which was slated to release alongside 1.4, like, update 1.4 in October, has is not going ahead. Survival will instead come out later this year, and 1.4 mm. will come out... You know, and it's going to basically fix issues of core gameplay, the balancing, a lot of the like um, bugs that are there, all sorts of like weird glitches and stuff that players have been complaining about for a while. And again, I can't imagine it was easy to make no. this choice to be like, Look. I'm sure it was a massive decision. Kyron actually looked away from me then as I said that. He's, he's look at my time. He refuses to look at me. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Oh, Sorry. God. Couldn't help myself. Couldn't help myself. That's fine. That's fine. These things happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, again, it must have been a hard call. But yeah, I, I, I appreciate, like, the transparency of that, really. They, a, they did a blog post about it. Explore, like, hey, guys, look, this is what's happening. It's not ideal. Yeah. But we're going to basically fix the game for you. And then Survival is still coming out this year mm. at this point. And, like, b- building on, like, what we were talking about last week about the Final Fantasy fifteen delay as well. And yeah, them coming out and honest. just going... Hey, this is why we're doing it. It's good. So there's going to be a, and for whatever you know, you may not like that reason, you may not agree with it, but at, you can't deny them for being honest to come out and saying, "Yeah, we fucked up. The game's not good. Like the the, the game's not working properly as as well as yeah. it should." So we're going to fix gonna that on that. So we'll delay the content that's going to cost more money. Like they could easily just put it out. Absolutely. And people could have given them money for a game that they, that isn't that satisfying. And I'm sure there are people out there that are just like, "That's bullshit. I fucking wanted the survival DLC now." Like. I'm sure there are people out there like that. I'm sure. But they're, they're idiots, so yeah. fuck them. They're going to, like, 1.4 will make it a better game. And I, I don't know, I wanted to touch on that because I think it's it's just good of Ubisoft to do that. That's really good of them. Yep. They also announced recently, like this week, in fact, that they're going to look into adding a public test server Ooh. to the PC version of the Division, mm. which if you're, I'm sure most of our listeners are versed in PC lingo. Mm-hmm. But basically, a, a PTS, sort of like PTR sort of thing, is like where they just deploy random patches. Yep. And players can opt to join in and just fucking see what they add. Like, Blizzard yep. does it all the time. Yeah, and, and it's been great with Overwatch because people are right now on PC playing Eichenwald. Eichenwald. I'm giving it a go. I'm going to get it right. One of these days. One day I'm going to get it right. But they're playing that map right now. And it's Which like, is cool. I'm not. And yeah, it makes we, have me to, sad. we have to wait. We don't have a, P- a public test yeah. server on our, on our console pleb versions. Karen, do you know how hard it is for me to talk about Overwatch when I am about 150 kilometers away from There's a copy console. right there i know but you're it's yours <laughs> when i got here you were playing with, i was oh, you were playing online with my wife we were <laughs> that was that was weird for me to be like in a voice chat say that as well yeah well it's fine it was weird to be playing in the in a party chat and like yeah i'm talking to joel's wife and then joel walks in front of like hey joel oh yeah you're here not in melbourne and the weird thing was i walked in and knew exactly who you were talking to and i was like hey bub what's up and she's like yeah not much <laughs> Like, I do. I knew who was online playing. Look at us talking about Overwatch again. I know, right? But it's really cool that they're doing that. Yeah, it's well. cool. It's a good idea. So I'm, I just wanted to tip my cap to Ubisoft for being for being those guys. Like, yeah. Just being honest. It's More, not often that Ubisoft are those guys. Yeah, well, I mean, they... I mean, well, yeah, when you think back to when they announced Syndicate. I think it was Syndicate. Mm. Where they didn't properly acknowledge the mis- Like, they sort of touched on Unity's missteps. Yeah, well... But didn't really you know, face the, the looming question of, 
why was Unity so fucking broken? I think they I think they used um the internet had already said everything that they yeah, probably well, could have covered by that point. There was not a lot they could it do to save it. A lost cause. Um but yeah, so yeah, good on those guys for for just doing the right thing, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's really about it, honestly. Yeah, like that's all we, we we picked, we cherry picked for this week. Um, we knew topics. We we knew from the beginning there was going to be a lot of time spent on the direct because Nintendo. Yeah. Let me talk about Nintendo. Just I let me do to, it. I wanted to be more time spent on it, to be honest. But it just oh, that Pikmin reveal. NX. No, I know. <laughs> Fucking oh, Nintendo. You, <laughs> I, it's it's such it's like an abusive relationship that they have with them. They just keep smacking us in the head, and we're just like, no, please more. I. I, I just want to know about this NX, please. Give it to me now. Soon. Soon. That's the thing. Like, Nintendo, I think, was mostly doing a 3DS one first to reiterate that they will be continuing to support this yeah. into I, next year. I think it was... They've recently said that it was they're going to be supporting it into 2018, aren't they? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. So, cool. I guess they may want to do that because, I mean, we probably won't see... We may not see another big, like, 3DS Direct for a while. That's true. Like, could, that could be maybe the last one. I don't know for sure, but... Assuming that all at the... least until like probably maybe E three next year would be the mm. next time it'd be a good time for one, but that'll be their joint their massive one they do. Yeah, exactly. So who knows? Which hopefully it'll be post in a post NX world. Maybe, maybe we'll maybe we'll be already playing our magic NXs. Weird fucking Maybe I'm playing it right now. Future fucking the NX is an Home idea. Console, Joel. yeah. It's an idea. It's a state of mind, Kyrie. State of mind. I'm NX in that state of mind right mind. now. Part of the Church of NX. Um, cool. Preach. <laughs> Preach indeed. Uh, cool. So we're going to move on to some questions now. Uh, we got a couple this week. A couple of good ones, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, we do, actually. And I had a bit of a heads up on the first question. Dear, I, I didn't I know just, about this. I just chose not to tell Joel. Yeah. If it helps, I didn't think of an answer. Yeah, but that's fair. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, cool, I know the first question. And then I just... <laughs> just like I can have time to prepare then you woke Didn't up prepare. and it was like oh god it's show night tonight just like when I yeah, just like the rest of my life basically yeah. have a chance to prepare do not prepare just like this this podcast it's like hey we had some um, I had I had I had the Ubisoft notes yeah you did and you I had, had more notes than I and I had Nintendo week. 3DS Direct I added notes in <laughs> during the recording <laughs> I didn't even add them in I just sprung them on you oh boy so basically our first question comes from Sean so, Sean asks us, uh, Japan is building a real-life Nintendo theme, Nintendo Land theme park. What kind of rides and attractions would you love to see there? Uh, everything. Basically, ever. just make Nintendo Land. Oh, yeah, Nintendo Land, basically, yeah. <laughs> Except, maybe, no, no, keep the little, I was going to say, ditch for Donkey Kong minigame, but no, keep it, it's weird. That'd be cool doing it in real life. Like, I guess it would be, yeah. Let's get the obvious off the, off the table first. Mario Kart. Mario Kart. But I was thinking about this. I was talking to my wife about this. And she was like, you know, oh, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. And I, I sort of started thinking about it. What if you had some sort of, like, Google Glass AR technology goggles that you wore while you're in your go-kart? Yep. All right? Yep. And that's how they simulated, like... So you got you you can see, like, the, the question blocks and you drive through one and you pick up a, a turtle shell. And then, like, you could, like, look over there and sort of, like press a button on the steering wheel and fire it in that direction and it maybe have like a point system where you take points off the other carts I don't oh, know yeah. how it, you know it. You know, it's an idea let's spitball in here you can have that one Nintendo that's yours 
in exchange for information about the NX. It's not going to work, um, man. I don't care. <laughs> one day. Um, yeah, so that's the obvious one. Like, Mario Kart would have to be... You'd have to have that there. Yeah. And you'd have to you know, get behind the you know the wheel of a cart, race off into the... Ideally, it'd be like a, an actual like go-kart track that you would drive around yourself. But, I mean, you could do it as an on-rails thing as well, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Or a roller coaster, even. I feel like another one would be like just some sort of Mario Party themed area where there's just like a yeah. bunch of like mini mini things you can do. Almost like, like an arcade, you could do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you can have like mini arcade games, but based around, you know, maybe some sort of like Splatoon themed paintball. Oh, that'd be cool. Well, it's gonna be very wasteful. You'd have to like have like paint that would wash off with water. Otherwise, you you play a game. It's like cool. Well, throw that out. Build it again. Yeah, because that yeah. paint's not coming off. Well, that'd be cool though, because then the, the 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 map would look constantly like the ones in the game. Almost. That's true. Like, yeah, yeah. Constantly splattered, and it's like that's free artwork. It's <laughs> free. That's free. Uh, like decorating for the the, uh, the map. You just make it white. It says you paint it all white and go. Ah, they'll sort it. Out they'll themselves. fix it up for us. The players will figure it out. It's all good. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what else? What are some of the more obscure things you could find in there? Oh, geez. You would find a Nintendo theme park. Hmm. What, some sort of like something you have to have something Pokemon related. Definitely, but I don't know how you would. How do would it. you do it? You could have, maybe you could make like a like a snap attraction. Have oh, like animatronic Pokemon. That's a good one. Yeah, and because there's there's ones. Um, so when when I went to Queensland last, we went to Movie World and they had the Justice League ride, which is an on rails like shooter basically. So you sit in a cart. And you have, like, laser guns. And then, like, as you go through the thing... And you have 3D glasses on as well. So stuff comes out at you and things like that as well. Um, as you, you you look around, there's, like, targets and stuff you have to shoot. And each person gets a score. So when you get your, like, your photo printout that you would normally get on, like, a roller coaster... It's got your score based on where you were sitting in the ah. car. So you could do that. Instead of having guns, you have, like, a camera. That's you could. cool. I like that idea. Yeah. Also, take that idea where you have the guns, but just make it, like... Samus's arm cannon. Yes. I mean, just let me have. Just let me wear Samus's arm cannon and shoot stuff. I reckon even if you had like a, like one of those like simulator rides, where it's like you know like a full four D oh. like sitting in a seat and you're like flying out. Oh yeah. That'd be or cool. like or like yeah maybe even if it was just like going along the track on a, on one of the fucking planets. Yes. Or like you you actually doing an escape. Oh yeah, that would be cool. Like yeah, with the the, the escape time counting down. Oh so. yeah, that'd be so cool. I, I want to go to this Nintendo theme park know, that right. we've imagined yeah, with our minds. It's kind of weird. Like in, my, like, in my head, it's all drawn in crayon. <laughs> Basically. And it's like, you know, we've like got like misspelled words and like some of the letters are back to front. Like, like let's, let's we've be, done, we've, we've tried our best. Let's be honest, like Nintendo already has their hand, both their hands in my wallet. Oh, like, yeah. Like whenever they're getting taken out. And then their other two freakish mutant hands around our throat. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You and Nintendo tonight, man. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know. I'm a little bit delirious, and I'm not going to lie. So you, you imagine that Nintendo's robbing you and choking you out? Yeah, oh, with love. With love. They mean they mean well. Don't... Oh, no. <laughs> I think... That's not okay. It's not okay at all. It's not okay at all. Um, but yeah, so... When that Nintendo theme park opens... Mm. I don't know if I can go there because I'll go there and I'll never want to leave. Yeah, I know. Japan will have to like, kick me out of their country because I'm, I'm just going to... there. It's going to hide there. No, what, no, if we, what if we go work there, Karen? Working with it, done. Let's work there. We'll leave our lives. <laughs> leave our lives behind. That's fine. Fine. My wife will be okay with it. Actually, she she'll come. probably come with us. Yeah, yeah. with us. That'll be fun. That's fine. 
Oh, that's yeah. what's happening. Done. All <laughs> you've, right, got, cool. well, you've got until 2020 to get your like you know, visa and sort, sort out your affairs and then be yep. ready to just ship off. Make sure everything's fine. Mm. I was say goodbye to everyone here. <laughs> we'll yeah, probably never see him again because again, once I if I ever go that's to Japan, cool. I'm never leaving. Like, oh, God, why no. would I come back? It's yeah. That country has. I'm already planning on going there soon, and I'm really worried that that's going to happen. I'll miss you if when you don't come back. Sorry, man. Fine. Hey, we've been doing it by Skype. Yeah, that's long. true that's true we can, we can keep it up what's the time difference it's fine like an hour it's not much we'll they're basically a, in the same yeah. timeline we'll add a time difference it's cool um would you have like a some sort of what, what would you do Zelda related I don't know like Zelda's sort of a trickier one to do the easy thing would be having like a log flume ride is my, my idea log flume ride king of red lions oh yeah that's not bad and you ride in the one. king of red lions and you get to go on like a big log flume and there's like a big thing at the end you splash down into like sunken Hyrule Temple, yeah, that too. Or you could, or maybe you could even like th- do some 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 sort of like on rails sort of like slide down paraglide thing with like for little chickens. Oh, like, well, there's there's actual roller coasters that uh, like that set up like paraglide things. They actually lay down in them. Okay, yeah. So that you can't do it like that. No, I'm about to be the Mario sixty four one. Slide oh. down, chase that penguin, man. <laughs> yes, like a big slide. I want that. Yep. <laughs> I want that. I want that. Nintendo, now. do it. What about a Mario Maker Funhouse? Oh, Jesus. How cool would that be? Like, what, yeah. a, what about a Luigi's Mansion? Like, Scary House. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, look at this. Like, fuck you, Nintendo, you amazing bastards. <laughs> you fucking glorious, elusive pieces You are of my shit. Disney. You are my Disney. Yeah. I still love Pixar as well. Well, actually, the two tattoos I have... Are of any of Nintendo and Pixar related properties. That's my, they're my two tattoos that I <laughs> currently have. God damn it, Nintendo! For now, um, so yeah, Sean, thank you for letting us think about it and, and think about Nintendo some more. Think about Nintendo some more and get... what about an NX attraction? And you walk into it, it's just an empty room. It's like you know, in Simpsons, the the Springfield Mystery Spot. <laughs> It's that. It's like Nintendo NX. You walk into some bottomless pit and you just fall forever. That's the NX. Yep, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's why I've been announced yet because it's not, it's not ready. It's I, not ready. I need to work on my Photoshop skills and I need to make that. The Nintendo like, yeah. NX attraction. The, no, I need to make like take that shot from, oh. <laughs> from The Simpsons and make it the NX. That's what I feel. Like we're, that's how I feel about the NX at the moment. What was that like? There's that um, image search thing you can use. I'm pretty sure. I forget oh. whatever website is that. You, it's oh, like, the Springfield. One. Yeah, 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 that, that finds that like Simpsons one. Yeah, the Simpsons image based on like a word or something. So yeah, <laughs> make, um, make it so. Is there anything else? No, I think that's what most of the main ones covered. Oh. You'd have like your food area, like you'd have like you know how like at Disneyland you have like the like main street and all that sort of stuff. Um, you have one. I'm just looking at your all your amiibo, and that's what I'm getting ideas from. <laughs> this is great. Um, it's uh, Earthbound. So, oh, like new, like like one of the, the the cities from from Earthbound. Yeah, yeah. And then you have that like you know set up with like you have the arcade. You can go in there and do some stuff in there. You have like um little like hotel. You could go and wander around, look in. Or even, because, you know, they have hotels and places like that, is an actual hotel. That'd be cool. You could stay there. Earthbound Hotel. Yep. I'm and trying it, to think of the names of the cities. Oh, Onet, yeah. Onet, yeah, and the other places. That, that are all, like, one, two, three, four, and so on. <laughs> um, and also, like I was going to say, where are we going to get our food, Joel, if we go there? I have a cafeteria. Mm. What about if it was uh, Kirby? Oh, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah? Yes. I'm keen for that. You're welcome, Nintendo. What about... We only yeah. ask for, like, free entry whenever we turn up. And information on the NX, please. <laughs> You're asking for oh my too God. much. <laughs> oh, my God. We're more likely to get free entry forever. <laughs> oh, another one. Okay, we're going to keep going with this because it's really good. I know, really you good. just keep looking at my Amiibo. I know, I am. But, um, like, uh, what's it called? Um, Space Mountain. Yep. The Space Roller Coaster. That's, like, in all the Disney ones. That, Mario Galaxy style. What about Star Fox? Oh, Star Fox as well. Covering all those Nintendo franchise bases right there. Oh, yeah. What if it was like a mashup of the two of them? What if it was, what if it's our, do you remember, I think it was a year ago or so, that was all those rumors that Retro was working on some sort of weird Star Fox Metroid hybrid. Yeah. We can dream, can't we? Maybe that's what the NX is. (laughs) The NX NX is the new Metroid game. It is the next Metroid <laughs> game from Retro Studios. That's I think, it. I think this episode has to be called like All Hell NX or something like that. I think it's what I'm going to go with. Um, it has to be NX related. Yeah. Despite yeah. the fact we still don't know what the NX is. No, no idea. Um, I think it should be called Does What Is NX. <laughs> Does Bruno Mars is gay. Um, yeah, so there's some really cool stuff there that we've come up with. So you can have that, Nintendo. It's all yours. Yeah. Again, just all I ask for is free entry for life. And information on that. I'm telling you, it's not going to work. <laughs> I am set the bar low. Yeah, I know, right. Sorry. It's fine. Nah, I'm setting it high. Like, okay, all right. Well, Nintendo, it's, I'll see you guys in 2020. As high as the safety restraints on the roller coaster Enjoy. we designed. I'll describe it for you when I go there. It's fine. It'll be glorious and beautiful. <laughs> their names on the front. I don't know. <laughs> I'm really... I'm, I don't know if it's just being in the same room or whatnot. I'm just getting... It's infectious. Yeah. It's like... Weird, awesome. So thank you, Sean, for your question. <laughs> oh boy! Like I said, I could have given you a heads up, but I was like, no, this is going to be our shortest episode. It's also going to be our weirdest episode. I mean, we'll see. Like, I'm looking at my next question. There's a lot of things we could uh, rattle That's off. That's actually really true. Um, cool. So our our last question today comes from Lauren from OK Games, our good friends over there. Um, if you haven't checked out any of their stuff, they have uh, their website okgames.com.au. Uh, really great stuff, really, like reviews, news, topics, you know, opinion pieces, all that sort of stuff on there. Um, they're all really great guys that run it over there. Um, love them all to death. We love them. They've helped us out quite a lot um, and give us some plugs and things like that. Um, they've also asked a few questions to us as well. Um, they also have their own podcast that's really good. It's in my weekly rotation. I really, really enjoy listening to their podcast. Um, they all have really great opinions on stuff. Um and different, like quite different to our, our opinions on things as well, which is cool. Not always, but do they, do they not like Nintendo? No, I know it's not that. <laughs> it's yeah, just some things where it's like you know, oh, I disagree with you, but I respect your opinion. It's fine. I'm not starting any beef, guys. Um, he is. I, I, yeah, always. Yeah, I speak for Joel now. Yeah, thank you. It's probably better than what's coming out of my mouth right now. Um, so Lauren asks us, uh, "What is our favorite opening sequence or scene from a video game?" Oh. Uh, th- there is a lot. We were, like we were looking on your like just, game shelf. Before. I was just staring at my shelf, going, "I've all these games. So many of them have good intros." So. Yeah, because like a good opening is also what I would I consider like a hallmark of a game. I'm going to really enjoy. Yeah, like if it doesn't have a good intro, I'm probably not going to stick with it. Yeah, no, that's honest. that's like, true. It's you know, it's got to hook me and make you me. You can't judge a book by its cover, but by its first few paragraphs, you probably should get yeah. a general idea. Or a couple that's a good chapters. point. Right? And, 
I would say it's yeah, it's more so yeah, the first, like the start of a book, like because mm. if I'm if I like and again there are certain genres well I'll let this slip, like not every genre needs to hook me immediately. Yep, but a lot of the games I that in my top ten have right. intros that I'll never forget. Yeah, so uh, the one that I'm going to go with because we we decided that we're going to go with. Are we sticking like, with one of each? Because like I think so. All right, but, but but there are other honorable mentions that we'll probably touch on as well. But I think we're going to do one of uh like opening cinematic and opening like playable sequence. Sequence, yeah. So my opening playable sequence, I'm going to go with Bioshock, the original Bioshock. I had honestly forgotten this before you brought it up. Yeah. So Bioshock was just awesome, like. I started playing that game at 2am. Like, I I, got, I don't know, I was out. I was out with some friends and I think I'd, I'd gotten home and I'd borrowed a copy off. Might have even been off you or something like that. I don't we, know. Like, like, it may have been because I remember we got it really late because yeah. we were on PS3. And like yeah. 360 and PC got it like a year before us. That's right. Um, I think I like, I, I'd, I'd just gotten my PS1. Well, I'd had it for a little while, but I got home and I started playing it at, yeah, I must have been, I must have borrowed from you guys. I started playing it at like 2 in the morning anyway. Um, Obviously, we're going to go into like some spoilers with you know the first ten minutes of these games. So if you don't want to get anything spoiled from them, probably tune out now. Um, especially this one because it's really good. Um, you know, you start off on a on a plane and everything seems sort of normal, and then next minute it's not normal and you're in the water and there's flaming wreckage around you and you see a lighthouse. So you make your way to the lighthouse. Once you get inside, there's a diving bell, and you get inside that diving bell. And then you descend into the wonder and chaos that is Rapture. And just that first reveal. Of Rapture with the music? Oh. So good. So stunning. good. And then, added to that, then you get your first taste of um, what the combat's going to be like and, and your enemies in the game. That first encounter with that first splicer. I'm sorry? Splicer. I'm sorry. Yeah, you, only, you can only ever Splicer. Call them splices. Um, it's, it's terrifying. It you're, is. You're, you're, not, you're not armed. You've got nothing to defend yourself with. It's at first. Yeah, obviously you are yeah. later. Yeah, you, you, they, you eventually get the wrench and you can beat the shit out of it. But when you're in that diving bell and it starts like hammering through it, you're like, I'm trapped. I, got, but I, I know I can't die here. It's the start of the game, but this is still terrifying. Because not, not, not only are you trapped, you're also so far underwater. Yep. Somewhere where mankind just isn't built to be. And you're in this weird, like weird like neo like, underwater like, city like yeah what's the what's the like, you like art deco is it yeah yeah i guess like, a, like yeah. a weird neo art deco like something from of, like like time stopped at the 50s form. yeah yeah or even like 40s or yeah, 30s 40s, like, yeah it's, yeah, um, yeah it's well, what the time frame is 1940 i think i honestly it? can't remember i think they mentioned that in bioshock 2 the one that we don't mention because it's not very good um, Where was Sophia Lamb in the first one, Joel? <laughs> fucking nowhere. She's hiding in the other part of Rapture. Oh, sorry, she was, in it. It was locked but, off. Was locked oh, off. We, we don't go to that part of Rapture anymore. It's the part of Rapture where they keep the stuff about the NX. Um, damn I'm man. running with this. Uh, but yeah, I think that's probably my favorite one that, I, that playable. Um, just because, yeah, that that again, like I think I don't know. It was just because of the setting that I was playing it in, um, or the fact that it is really good. I mean, it is really good having, like, you know, revisited it since. Um, but that first time I'm playing it, like, two in the morning, I was in the land room. I, I didn't have, like, all the lights off or anything. I wasn't, because like, I wasn't expecting it to be, like, this weird, like, pseudo-horror game at first. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was. It was great. 
Um, it was almost like psychological horror in a little bit in some mm. aspects. There's um, some there's some stuff in that game that definitely would just come onto that. Um, but yeah, that's that's great. What about you? For for playable, playable. Oh, okay. I'm already gonna cheat because I can't choose. <laughs> I'm immediately gonna throw your rule out the window. Yep. And fuck you because I can't choose. I I was discussing it with you before the podcast, mm-hmm. and I think one of my answers just has to be The Last of Us. Yeah, absolutely. Like that opening. That's one of mine as well. But I knew like that I had to. Say, I had to say it. Like, yeah, one of us had to say it. So re- regardless of your thoughts of that the gameplay in that game in the long mm-hmm. run whether or not you think that there should have been as much gun combat in there or whatever that opening you're wrong um, <laughs> well it depends no, like, you know, it's, it's a matter of opinion yeah like if you play in a hardest difficulty like you'll get what the game feels like it's meant to be which is you can fight if you want but stealthy is recommended yeah but anyway the opening to that game I feel just sets you up it's like yeah this is this is the game you're playing so calm to start off with, and then you get your first glimpse where Joel has to shoot the neighbor that's gone rabid, basically, and you're like, oh, what? And then they put you in the car, and you're, like, you're driving along, and you have like full control over the camera. You can like look around and see like cop cars zipping past with their oh. sirens blaring, and then the truck hits you, oh. and you're, fucking, you're running through the streets, and you're just like, I, I, again, it's the intro. I know technically I'm safe, but shit. It's yeah. <laughs> You're it, carrying your daughter along, and then the emotional truck hits you. Yeah. Okay. So then again, I guess we already warned you of spoilers if you haven't played The Last of Us. But if you haven't played The Last of Us, what is wrong with you? We've said this so many times. Don't fucking go and play it. When no excuse. When Joel talks to that um, that officer, the guard that was like marking up the quarantine, I was like, I've got a terrible feeling about this. Oh. And then he fires his gun off. And it kills Sarah, your daughter. Uh, this, okay, so this <sighs> hit home even closer to me because the main character's name you play in that game is Joel. <laughs> it is. It felt personal. Like, I've, I had like this <sighs> weird emotional connection to, to Joel in the game just based on the fact that like anytime someone spoke to me as I was playing... That will refer to like, hey, Joel, come over here and look at this. I'm like, okay, yeah, I will. I will come over there and have a look at this. Um, but yeah, you're, you're spot on. That is that, one of the best intros of the game. That opening, like, Hands just... Down. Again, like, so, so the beats... It sets a very important tone for the game, really. It's just stark tone. And I love I love just the... The cut. I love the, the cut after that to, the, to like... Was it like... how? I guess the intro first. Yep. Where it talks about the, you know, the infection. And then yep. it... The cut to however many years later is like is yeah. it 20 or something. It's a long time. I just, you're talking in terms of a cut as well, just the sharp cut to the titles. Yeah, well, it just yeah. goes bang straight up and you're like, whoa, and it's just so bleak and And you're just, like, you're just like, wait, I haven't recovered yet. Yeah, and you're, oh. oh. It's like the upper video games. It'll make you cry in the first 10 minutes. It, it, I, I was I was empty inside yep. after that. I was it's, like, cool, I'm going to play this video game. Some heavy shit. Oh, I'm dead inside. And, it just, and you know you're like, this isn't going to get any better. It's going to get much worse. You're also just like, these guys made Uncharted, guy. Yeah, yeah like the, the, you know, the swashbuckling fun adventure. Nathan Drake never had to deal with this, and now no. here I am cradling my dead daughter. Fuck this. Yeah. That was, so that, that was, it was really the moment where you sort of... I mean, you could argue, I suppose, that in especially in Uncharted 3, there was some sort of... They were working yeah, towards some moments. There were. Um, 
not that, but yeah, that was the moment where they you know, solidified that Naughty Dog were capable of doing above and beyond of what was being around at that time. What was around yeah. at that time? Yeah, and like I said, like regardless of what of what you think of the game overall, like you can, you can make arguments that there was maybe more gunplay than there should have been, but that mm. intro just mm, good. Hands down, good. Hands down. If we're talking intros, spot on. In 10, playable 10. playable intros, that Mwah. is amazing. Um, cool. Another one I'm going to say, because I'm breaking your rule already. Yeah, do it. I'm, it's a talk. We're having a discussion. Uh, I'm breaking, I'm like breaking your rules. I like it. Stop, stop trying to free fall. Stop trying to keep me down. Free falling. I'm pulling some shapes here for the. Uh, stop the stop using your hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it's Metal Gear Solid 3. Yep. It has to be great. It has to be Snake Eater. Like, great. the lead up to that. That entire playable sequence is you're just sneaking your way through, and the reveal towards the end, it's like, oh, by the way, yeah, boss is a bad guy. Yep, and she fucking throws you off a bridge, and then that combined with the <laughs> yeah, and the amazing like theme song, Snake Eater. Yes, like I just had to, I had to throw that one in there, and that title sequence, just you know, that, that James Bond esque title it's sequence, it's James Bond Metal Gear, really, it's so good, I love it, like it's so good. So I had to put that out there. Kojima's a genius. Not for honor. Yeah, so, so good. So good. But uh, yeah, so that was the second one I just had to mention. I, well, I, I could not. I think in terms of um, intro movies, I, my personal pick uh, is going to go to any of the Borderlands games. Borderlands 1, 2, and pre-sequel. Because uh, music's another big passion of mine as well. Um and the fact that they use music, they were essentially these weird music videos that sort of introduced you to the characters, especially the first one that introduced you to like how ruthless Pandora was as a planet. Um, and Ain't No Rest for the Wicked by um, Cage the Elephant is still, like anytime I hear that opening sly guitar riff, I'm just like, oh, and I still get chills like when I watch those opening cinematics. Um, and then the second one with like, you know, Ain't No Place for No Heroes, I can't remember who it was by. Uh, and then pre-sequel, continuing with the Australian theme, they even had like an Australian band and their song for that with um, uh, the Vines uh, using the, one of their songs as the intro song. Pre-sequel was a fun game. Yep. And then even every episode of Tales from the Borderlands had its own sequential, like it's like subsequential uh, intro movie as well. Fuck, did Bo- I bet Battleborn had one as well. I think it did. Apparently, from what I heard, that was one of the, the fun parts of that game. I think it was like a, supposed to be like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you're yeah, right. Yeah. I think that's what it was supposed to be like. And everyone loved... Like, everyone loved it. They said it was really cool. And then they got to the Battleborn part of the game. Yeah, well... Unfortunately. It's not a bad game. It's just Overwatch is better. It um, came out so close to Overwatch, yeah. and everyone really wanted Borderlands 3. Yep. I still want Borderlands 3. It's well, coming. I mean, we're going to get it. We're going to get it next year. We're going to hear stuff about it. After the NX. That's my next hype train. Um, but yeah, so oh, those are Borderlands games, um, and they introduce you to these like you know, roster of badass characters that you're going to be playing as, and them doing really cool badass stuff that were was based around the abilities and moves that you had in the game, for the most part, really. Um, and like, I love those characters. I love, I love that world. Um, and they are just great intros into it. I remember, yeah, starting Borderlands for the first time, going, oh, this is really cool. And then once I got to Borderlands 2 and watching, like, as soon as it started up and, you know, here start Marcus start talking about stuff and then it went cut to, like, a barren wasteland and it was like, you know, just a, and then I was waiting for it and the next minute, 
along comes like a train and then the song kicked in and I'm like, oh, I'm back in the universe. Here I am. <laughs> I'm back. I'm home. Soon. Um, we know one soon. Fingers crossed. You have, um, you have a new intro to look forward to. Oh, I'm really excited by that. That's actually, that's really excited me. I'm like, what song are they going to use? <laughs> um, there's some honorable mentions, I think. Yeah, well. We thought about too. We had quite a lot of them. Um, this is opening, opening scenes. Yeah. Cool. I haven't said mine yet, man. Oh, okay. You little, you Sorry. little scene. You hog. You are Sorry, you right. and hog. You're cheating. I'm hogging. It's all good. <laughs> anyway, my one's mine's quicker. I was going through like a whole like a whole bunch in my head, mm-hmm. and I was trying to think of ones. Like, I've tried to strictly stick with ones that were like the opening video, which unfortunately ruled out a lot of my favorites. Yeah. So I was gonna say Final Fantasy X, but that one doesn't start until after a bit of gameplay, so I'm gonna rule that one out myself. Yep. So I'm just gonna go with Final Fantasy VIII. Nice. It's got a really good intro. Um, the the title track "Liberi Fatali." I probably butchered that. "Liberi mm-hmm. Fatali." It's an amazing song, and just like for the time, those visuals in that intro were cutting edge. And I was just watching it, going, "I've got so many questions. I'm going to play this JRPG to completion." Yep. Nice. So yeah, check out. Even if you just check out the song, you you'll get a good idea of why oh, the I intro actually is cool. I don't know. I'm not familiar with it. I will so play I it for you out. after the show finishes. Yes. <laughs> cool. In fact, I'll, we... I'll love the intro up on YouTube. Yeah, we can do it now. But yeah, so that's that's my answer for that one. Nice and simple. Nice. You were talking about honorable mentions. Yeah, so we had, we did we came up with a whole bunch of other ones that we really liked. I, th- I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about we them. We could do like was... a special on this. <laughs> Almost good, yeah. But um, I just want to touch like, you, uh, Dead Space was one we mentioned. And then even more specifically, Dead Space 2. <sighs> That's basically to that game. So many moments in that game in general, but that intro, bro, like the way you're like, first of all, you're like, what, what the fuck? Why is Isaac strapped up here? Okay, that guy's gonna help me. That's cool. He's gonna help me. Why is the necromorph infesting his head? Oh god, his head's splitting in half. Yep. Get me out of this. Yep. Let me out of this. I don't want to be here anymore. The thing that Dead Space Two had going for it was that we already, we were already set up in the world. We already yeah. knew what was going on. We knew, for the most part, anyway. We knew who Isaac Clark was. We yeah. Knew yeah. What was going? We knew what the marker was. We knew what the necromorphs were. So we 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 had previous knowledge going into the game. So they were able to do that sort of like cinematic straight out the gate. Let's do some crazy fucking shit. Oh boy, did they ever? So we're, we're, oh. we're burning hell for we're, we're, Oh, um, when the guy that you meet who's just staying in the corridor and says, oh. "We'll burn in hell for what we did to you," and then he slits his own throat and with his just scalpel like, and just like, "Oh my god, what is happening?" And he falls to the ground making audible sounds. You're just like. And you just kind of stand there because he's just showing you, he's like, hey, take that flashlight. You're like, cool, thanks, dude. Oh, yep. that's not usually what follows that nope, sentence. Nope, nope, Thank you for your help and okay. please don't kill yourself. Like, right, you have. Right. Uh, um, see ya, I guess. So yeah, even Dead Space 1 was really good as well at, at setting up the atmosphere of that game. Yeah, definitely. That it's, opening scene. It's that. It's pure survival horror, that that opening scene. Yeah, because you, well, you get there and you're like, cool, like, there's something wrong with the ship, but this is fine. That's all fine. And then the power, then the lights go out, and then the screaming begins. Mm. Before, before the word Ishimura struck fear into your heart. I never want to think about the Ishimura again. Or Medical Bay. In Dead Space Two, when you have to return to Medical Bay, <laughs> I, like, I legitimately like. Nope. When we were going on the train car, it's like, oh, good thing we're not going back to Medical Bay. And then the next thing that happens is like tram error. Now yep. stopping at. Medical, medical bay. bay I paused the game and put the control down which is like fuck you you can get and, fucked and what happens in medical bay is, is that's what <sighs> that's yeah just going back through the Ishimura yep 
Just the that entire part of the game was cool and the worst. That was that idrill part. Oh, the idrill. I thought it was closer to the end. Closer to the end. I definitely butchered Isaac there though, because I, I didn't know the rules. I was like, cool. I guess I'm sticking to drill. And oh god, what have I done? Yep. Anyway, so we're talking about intros, but yeah, that, it was uh, Dead Space is a great game too. Yeah, uh, and yeah, really good uh, atmospheric setup of an intro. Well, spe- um, speaking of honorable mentions, though, if we're sticking in the same vein, I'm gonna say Resident Evil Remake. Resident Evil Remake? Yes. Cool. Just a way that it captures the events pre- just directly preceding the... That's true. The mansion yeah, incident. That's really good. Like, and just kind of some of the cool camera stuff, like when you see from the guy's shoulder cam, like the dogs attacking him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it's gruesome. It's and rough. really cool. And a lot better than the director's cut with the weird live action people. <laughs> which we... Will never wash away completely, but Resident Evil Remake does a good job of making me forget. That's really good. Um, and it wouldn't be a dialogue options podcast if you didn't talk about Persona. Um, so Persona they all 4, have amazing openings. Yeah, well, for the one that, that I know, which is Persona Four, because I am a Persona scrub. Um, do you know its theme song name? It is Shadow World. Oh, good work. I do know that because I like it. Because my my one is Persona Three, which is Burn My Dread. Nice, love it. I love, I, I love, as soon as I hear that harmonica and the bass line come in, and I'm just like, yes, yes. Give and the stylized visuals and like the credit sequence, it's just great. Awesome. Love that. But we've talked about that plenty of times before. All right, well, if we're doing that, but I'm also putting in my other honorable mention, which I was like, I'm not going to mention it because I talk about it all the time. It's Super Metroid. Yep. Super Metroid, like, rocking up at, at Sarah's space station, and you're kind of like, what the fuck happened here? Yep. It's a lot of dead people. And then you find the Metroid, you're like, cool, it's a Metroid. Well, I'm going to leave. And then Ridley's like, nah, taking the Metroid. And you're like, well, fuck you. Fuck you. And then he flies off, and the countdown timer starts, and you're like, this is normally at the end of a game. Shit. <laughs> and it's not the only time Just that... good. It's not the only time that a Metroid game does that by like starting you at essentially start. what you think yeah. at the end of the game, like where you've got all your power ups and then you know yeah. that's well, become a trope of Metroidvanias is that you start completely powered up and then you lose all your shit. You don't start fully powered up in Super Metroid. That's though. true, yeah. But um, but it, do, it is a similar yeah. thing where like that could very easily have been the ending of the game. Yeah, because you rock up and you're like, because the the intro quote like I guess, I guess cutscene for what it was at the time. Yeah, does describe that the Metroid has gone missing and you're like, someone's like, well. I'll, I'm going to go get it back. Yep. And you find it, you're like, oh, there it is. Oh, wait, no, there's Ridley. Oh, God. Yep. And now the ship is going to blow up. I've got to get out of here. Ooh. Sets the atmosphere brilliantly. And it's just fucking Super Metroid's the best game I've made. The end. Huzzah. Well, I think it's a podcast, do you think? Yeah, we did pretty well. well. Stick, a, stick a pin in that one? Yeah, definitely. We'll stick a pin in Wrap that one. Wrap it up. Pop a bow on it. I mean, that's a lot pop of stuff to do the, to one podcast. Like, pop it under the tree, ready for December. I don't, I don't know. I'm really tired. This podcast is the NX. Yeah, it's NX. NX hype. It's like, a, a, NX is like the gaming Illuminati. <laughs> it's like, you know... It's like, that's you know, what the next DSX is going to be about. Yep. Yeah, it's the release of Exclusively the Exclusively for NX. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's this mysterious conspiracy theory about the <laughs> NX. I'm going down a dark rabbit hole, man. Fucking NX. Dark hole. <laughs> Oh shit! I like it when I have like a cl- we have like a clear topic a, of conversation. Oh, it's with NX this time because it means I can I can appropriately title the episode. I'm, I'm glad we can be of assistance, yeah. and you can thank Nintendo my, as well for their lack of talking. Work my magic on that, yeah. I got, I'm glad it's it's good for something. 
Anyway. But yeah, well, that's about all we've got time for. Cool. So uh, let's wrap it up. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. This was episode 12 of Dialogue Options. I'm going to stop saying the numbers eventually because God knows if we ever get to a ridiculous like count. I don't want to... No, there's one number that we have to keep going with though. It's the obvious one. We're a little way away from that one yet. Of course. Yeah, but you know, yeah, you can figure that one out. But um, but yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, we hope we hope it sounded okay. This is our first time really doing it like this. Yay! So fingers crossed it went well. And uh, as always, you can follow us on social media at on Facebook or Twitter. On both of those, we're called we're dialogue options. Obviously, uh, you can send us emails with questions or even just suggestions or comments about the podcast to dialogueoptions at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And if that's not enough for you, you can also follow us individually on Twitter. You will find me at LemonManX and Joel. Where will they find you? You can find me at JoelyMac because I am a strong, independent woman who don't need no Kyron. Are you? No, I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, it's late. I'm getting are we, tired. Are we, are we comparing Twitter followers, Joel? No. I mean, I'm not saying I have a good amount anyway, but... I'm, I, yeah, no, you're winning that, so <laughs> definitely out of the two of us. But we are like, we are like tiny fish in that ridiculous <laughs> ocean. One day. Uh, but anyway yeah so thanks for listening um we'll see you guys next week and we'll let of course let our theme song play us out which is strike witches get bitches by jewel flux catch you later